Hey everybody, welcome back to the AM Take Podcast. I'm Marv. And I'm Amy. And we're two parts of this very awesome podcast. Join us this week as we explore a variety of topics. And this week we'll be talking the ins and outs of making and maintaining online friendships. Are online friends real? Can you have the same connection with an online friend as you do with a friend in person? I'm not sure, but what's your take on that, Amy? Well... I think that, yeah, deep connections can be formed even with online friendship, but definitely it's a different um, dynamic, I'd say, than with in-person friends because I think there's a lot of challenges with not being able to see the person in person, see the person in person, (laughs) (laughs) to to see that friend in person. Uh, Like you can't grab coffee with them you can't grab dinner or let's go do activities let's go watch this movie in theaters or go to this event or concert or anything like that right so basically the activities that you're limited to at this point with online friends are either gaming or if they're having phone calls or if well, you, I guess you can watch movies together um, if you stream. Yeah. Funny, you and I have done that, um, I think, once. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, once, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so the activities are limited to that. But the advantage, I would say, with online friendship is that because, I guess, you don't know that person that well, you can also share deeper secrets with that person because there's, like, some sort of safety in being anonymous oh so like like sharing yeah i mean have you ever i've been to these online platforms and complete random strangers just talking to me about their deepest secrets Mm. and well the reason why they were able to do so was because they don't know me or i don't know them oh yeah that's true that and and anonymity i think right yeah, yeah, exactly. So then even if they shared their deepest secret, what can I do with that information? It's not like it's not like I can it's not like I can tell on him, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. Yeah. So it it provides a certain safety yeah. net for that person. Yeah. Absolutely. Being anonymous. And I guess that's true because, you know, it allows them to open up more about themselves and about any kind of like you said, secrets or thoughts that they may have that they might not be able to do so in um, real life or with people they know in person. Yeah, because I think that with your very close friends that you know in real life or in person, you value their opinion so much. Sometimes, I don't know, certain events that's happened to you or certain things that you've done, uh, sharing that can be such such a terrifying thing because because precisely you value their opinion so much you're just afraid of them judging you Mm. i guess it comes from a place of fear maybe Mm -hmm. uh shame perhaps guilt maybe and yeah i suppose it's our it's our need to be um how how do i say it to be the same maybe to have a a common sense of bond Mm -hmm. and so i guess if you have something that's you know affecting you that makes you different or able to be ostracized then 
but obviously you don't want to really tell your close friends just in case they do judge you. Mm-hmm. But as far as online friends versus friends in person, I think sometimes there's, there's no difference, I think, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Friends are ultimately friends, mm-hmm. obviously, except for one person being there physically and the other person not being there. Yeah. I mean, you can still have a good time. Of course. You know, with technological advances like VR, video games, video calls, mm-hmm. and then even planning to take trips yeah. to go see somebody or meeting up at a, um, a resort or say, for example, meeting up in Vegas, mm-hmm. something like that. And then you can still have a good time with them and rekindle that friendship for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And with the pandemic these past two years, I feel like online friendships have really blossomed, I believe. Oh, uh, totally. I mean, it's yeah, definitely for me, for sure. I mean, that's how you and I met. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think it, for a lot of people too, like for everybody globally speaking, the pandemic has has absolutely like facilitated that online friendship making process. Yeah. And so I'd say like a big platform was Reddit, obviously. Mm, mm-hmm. Definitely a degree of anonymity for sure Mm -hmm. people can just make an account and sign up and then jump into subreddits where they share like-minded activities or discussions yeah things like that i know that a lot of um through reddit i remember joining like this group chat and then one person started to make like a discord server and then i got to meet a few people who i became friends with through these I don't know if I can call it a support group, but definitely it's more like a social online group. Mm-hmm. But the purpose of of them making those is because of of the lockdowns throughout the pandemic. Definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree. So Discord, Reddit, there's definitely forums out there for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, Discord wrote out a function where people can just randomly join Discord. Yeah. There are aggregate sites where you can find a specific discord server that appeals to something you're interested in whether it's a hobby or conversation types you want or all sorts of things out there basically Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so i kind of wanted to take a, a trip down the memory lane and i wanted to ask you if like if you remember the first online friend you made well um I was kind of a late bloomer, I guess you could say. Okay. I didn't really dabble with the online gaming or online um, socializing until later in life, like significantly later. And how, My how first late real... are we talking about? Oh, I, I was probably, what, mm, 29, 30 or so? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And so it was... um. I was in Austin, and mm-hmm. uh, I had just moved to Austin, and I didn't have very many friends, and most of my friends were back home. And so I started playing a couple of video games online. Mm-hmm. Um, one particular one was Rust, okay. um, and I made that's where I made my first friend. His name is Kenny, and he mm-hmm. lives in Dallas, and we were just playing, mm-hmm. and I met up with him on this virtual world, and they ha- it did have voice chat, so okay. we started talking. Okay. And start playing together and he introduced me to his friends on online as well too and so the rest is history from there we played other games as well too uh-huh. through the years as well and eventually i did find my way to meet up with everyone almost okay. um 
he was in Dallas. All the friends were in Georgia, and so yeah. I had a chance to. Because it's not to... that technically not that far away in distance yeah, that from was, Austin. Exactly. That was that was the surprising thing is that how close he was, and so when I had a chance to go up there, I hit him up and so, let him know. Yeah. So what you guys do when you when you guys first met? <laughs> it was it was interesting. I. I was there for work, and so I let him know that I was going to be in the air, and we can meet up for dinner, and you know, meet up for the first time. Uh-huh. And it was kind of strange, but it, I mean, I've known him for a few years now, so it wasn't exactly that strange. And we actually met up at a, I think BJ Steakhouse, okay. and I was outside waiting for him, and he showed up, and I was like, "Are you?" Kenny, he's like, are you Mark? Oh wait, uh, you guys haven't seen each other yet. No, like you don't know what no, you look no. like. Oh my god! No, we didn't know how each other looked like, and it was. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, it was not even uh, pictures. No, no, not even pictures. And so, um, wow. That's how we met for the first time, and then we uh, just talked about our lives and how we got to be where we were at, and um, it was very interesting getting to know Kenny and. Meeting up with him for the first time. Wow! And we've been friends since, and I still try to make my find my way up there as well too to see uh-huh. him. Usually, every time I'm in Dallas, I try to catch up with him or meet up with him for dinner or lunch or what have you, depending on our schedule. Okay. okay. But um, but you still talk to him regularly, though. Oh yeah, we talk regularly. We beyond Discord, we call each other, text uh-huh. each other, and he's he's become one of my closest friends. Oh, that's and, nice. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. It's uh, interesting the history. And the, did he ever visit you in Austin? Did he ever travel there? Oh, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't come down here often, but he has passed through a few times and okay. you know swung by. But we've never gotten a chance to meet up down here just because with the scheduling and things like that. Okay, okay, so, okay. But yeah, I found myself up there more often than he has found his way down here, which is fine with me. Uh huh. And then. From that friend circle, I met a couple other friends, and one of them lives in Georgia. And when I lived on the East Coast, I did uh, drive down and meet him uh-huh. in South Carolina, and that was the first time we met as well. Too, no pictures, no exchange, or anything like that. Okay, it was uh, interesting getting to know Hunter, and that was fun times. Okay, and I did see him again when I was out in Austin. I f- actually flew out to. See him, mm-hmm. and we went to the beach together. We went to Charleston Beach. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Charleston, and went to um, the beach out there. So that was a fun time. Oh. And yeah, I still keep in touch with all these guys regularly. So um, cool. Do you guys still game together and whatnot? Yeah, every now and then. I I don't have as much time nowadays, or I don't have as much investment in playing video games. Okay. But. Every now and then, definitely for sure, we still keep up with each other. Oh, that's um, fun. Even if it's not in video games. That's nice. Yeah, it's it's a good time. I count these guys as one of my closest friends beyond the friends I have in real life, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. So it's uh, it's been an interesting journey. Been through a lot of ups and downs. And it's just good to know that, that you have friends all over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How about how about you? Uh, my first online friend... I think I was 14, so I was oh, wow. still a teenager. And I, at the time, was obsessed with this game called Gunbound. Oh, wow. And it's basically, if, if you know the game Worm, so it's like a strategic type of game, but you try to beat the opponent team. Um, you, you've got these like bots or vehicles, and you just shoot 
you shoot them. Oh. <laughs> Try to make them fall. Um, so essentially, uh, I met this Australian friend. His name is Fong. And uh, we got very, very close. Yeah. And nowadays, we don't really keep in touch that much okay. that often. Mm -hmm. I... I do have. I mean, him it's on. been a long time, right? Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, and well, back then I used to play the game daily, and so uh, so then I would play with him daily as well. But nowadays, I still have him on Facebook as a contact, and I guess he would like send me a message once every few years, <laughs> oh, <laughs> or okay. vice versa. Nice. But I'm just totally to catch okay. Up. Yeah, just to catch up. Hey, how are you doing? I think last time that we spoke. Um, he was asking me if I could buy him some souvenirs from Canada. I see. <laughs> like flags and all that, and then ship it to Australia uh, using his DHL account or something like that. Um, and I did. And it was be it was because of his, I think he opened like a poutine restaurant in Australia. Oh, what? It was like the first one. Wow. <laughs> so he wanted some decor, like Canadian decor. Um, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys ever get a chance to meet meet up or anything? Oh, yeah, almost, almost. It, it was, I think he wanted to do. Okay, so he went to the U.S. and then he messaged me. He said, "Hey, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna go to U.S. and Canada." And I think it was because of his research for tasting poutine. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> because he was about to open oh, the business. So he was right? he was going across Canada to. <laughs> do like taste yeah testing. yeah 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 and so he messaged me and he said like you want to meet up but like finally because like it's been such a long time we've been friends and we, we never met up in person right so i'm like yeah yeah i'm so down and so he was in the u.s but then unfortunately his grandfather passed away uh -huh. um so then he messaged me and he said hey like i'm gonna cut my trip short unfortunately i gotta go back home for the funeral and I to totally understand. But then after that, we just kind of, yeah, over the years drifted apart. I mean, he's got his yeah. own life to live. I have my own life to live. And it's kind of, it's normal, right? It's normal that uh, oh, yeah. you, and, and you drift apart. Yeah, You guys are so far away anyway, so it's definitely That's tough. true. That's true. true. There's like a 14-hour yeah. time zone difference between us. So definitely... Uh, yeah, I never had the chance to meet up with him. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Sounds good. But uh, yeah, I know that back then, 14-year-old, my mom was not a fan of, <laughs> of me oh, having an online friend. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable because, okay, thinking back at it, like if I had a young teenager that I'm raising and then she's like, totally immersed in this online <laughs> world and then have online i would also be concerned because of stranger danger right because i would be afraid of her being exposed to creepy uh, pedophiles that's true yeah i mean i guess being a child of the 90s and a millennial it's it's interesting because my parents didn't really use the internet or anything in that regard. We were obviously more uh -huh. attuned to using that, but I just never got into it. I, I guess talking to people online, it was it was a strange concept to me. It was more, I was still from I guess that generation where you, you met you met people in person yeah. and 
from there it transitioned to online sure like oh hey what's your screen name or what's your aim account or your msn account and then you would talk to your friends that you knew in real life who may have moved away or something like that but the concept of actually meeting people online was so strange to me i i just coming from that time period, for sure. So what about your younger siblings, though? Uh, I think they probably had better experiences in, in that regard. Okay. Because after that, online gaming was more proliferant. Okay. You know, especially yeah. um, mass multiplayer online games where you meet dozens of people. Yeah. Definitely, I, I'm sure. asking this question because I'm wondering if it's, like, within the same generation, still a generational thing. Like, say... If people born in the late 80s were more like that, and then people born after the 90s were more open to online friends. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember my sister. Oh. Uh, she's born in 85. Mm-hmm. And she's also more of the traditional sense of making friends in real life, like in person first. Um, not really, not much international friends through online. Mm-hmm. Um, but the international friends that she's made over the years is because she's been internationally different places. Oh, so she's actually traveled and made, made those friends. Well, yeah. At some point, she lived in Singapore for a few years. But other than that, I don't think she has friends from places where she hasn't been physically. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. It's just, um, I just never had the avenues to go and meet people online i guess you could say like chat room forums and things like that um it was always i always had friends in in person and so it was i never had that (laughs) gravitation towards what you mean to say you've (laughs) never done the neopets things (laughs) no i i never my sister did my my youngest sister did i never did like for me it was like games that i would play with my friends or that I i knew them in person who would play as well and so that was my intro to the online world the online space you know it Mm -hmm. wasn't like um, the internet for me was definitely a tool it wasn't like a socialized uh, a social hub or social area for me so that's how i saw it it wasn't until obviously later in life like what i talked about earlier especially with pandemic and things like that that i actually decided that oh hey maybe i'll try this out and see what kind of connections I can make. And it's been, you know, in the short amount of time that I've actually taken that step to do that, it's been very interesting meeting people as well too. Uh-huh. And uh, not just on like a domestic level, but on an international level. You know, mm-hmm. I've made some good friends overseas as well. I mean, mm-hmm. I met you through there, Amy, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. made a couple of good friends in Europe as well. And mm-hmm. so it's been a godsend just being able to talk to people and getting different perspectives as well as exchange of culture. And ultimately meeting up with them mm-hmm. you know i I met up with a friend in the maldives and it was a spur of the moment thing mm-hmm. uh, we've never met each other in real life and we decided to go out there and we met and it was a grand old time it was it was a great time oh. i was so glad to have been able to spend that time with them and it was just mm-hmm. transferring from an online friendship to actually like go on this journey with them and it was definitely worthwhile and so i can see why yeah i can see why people make these connections because otherwise you would never have met them yeah yeah absolutely and it's the same thing for me in my case like i remember transitioning from say an online gaming community met friends through that and then meeting them in person like i've met some people from toronto Mm -hmm. from a different province through Gunbound. 
<laughs> Once again. <laughs> it, it went from like Gunbound and then like I got their contact on MSN. And then many, many years later, we're all adults. And then they messaged me and like, hey, I'm going to be in uh, in your city for a while. Do you want to meet up? Like, you know, for the very first time. And it was fun. It was fun. I remember him staying at my apartment and also introducing him to my friends. And uh, we were just having fun. Yeah, he was staying at my place. And I remember staying at his place too uh, at some point when I visited Toronto. And I don't think... We're not that close anymore because, again, we drifted apart. Yeah. yeah. He's got his own life to live and I got mine. But we still talk uh, occasionally and you know catch up once in a while. But I'm okay with that because I'm the type of person to be okay with. Like if I don't hear from someone in a couple of mm-hmm. months or even <laughs> even years, <laughs> the next time the next time you talk to me, it's going to be as if, we haven't spoken yesterday. Oh, that's you know, good. We just catch yeah. up and all that. I don't hold it against them. Uh, they don't hold it against me. That's just how I roll. Yeah, I'm of the same mind. Um, yeah. My friends in college who I was really close with, they, no, none of them live in the States anymore. They're all international now. I have uh-huh. friends, she's in New Zealand, another friend, he's in Japan, and another friend, he just left, it. he's leaving to Taiwan. And the great thing is I've had the opportunity to visit them, uh-huh. or some of them anyway, and... Even now, I still have the opportunity to go see them if I want to. And so that's a good thing. It's kind of sucks not being able to see them more often, but mm-hmm. just knowing that they're there and that I can reconnect with them and it would just feel like we haven't been gone for very long. Yeah. It's just that, I guess, that connection that's always going to be there. Yeah. And I think that boils down to kind of like a type of personality, um, if you will, mm-hmm. because I know that a lot of people also are not okay with that if say if you're friends with me girl keep in touch with me because then i do find it offensive and for the people who think like that that's okay you do you mm-hmm. and that's basically their needs maybe it's like a type of love language like constant communication but amongst friends you know yeah and at this point it's it boils down to incompatibility because i have met some people like that online and at first it was basically constant communication and i it drains me <laughs> it really does and well, even yeah. though you're the introvert right? you know, even though i'm talking with them and like i do enjoy my conversations with them and vice versa but it does drain me like i can't constantly daily stay on like a three-hour phone call oh wow that's interesting yeah it's just and sometimes it would be for nothing too like there would be no exchange of information it was just be for like hey i'm doing this and i just want to for us to like stay in the call stay in the call yeah so so that i could hear her click so that i could hear her i don't know write stuff do stuff and then for me it would be like but but i'm not (laughs) Not contributing to (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's interesting because I I never, I would never be able to do that, and I probably wouldn't be able to stand for that either. Because I don't know, it just seems like you could be doing anything more productive than just. Thank uh, you, thank you. That's exactly. That's exactly my point. Yeah, I, I get it. If you guys are having a conversation that lasts that long or talking about other things, but to yeah. not do anything and just um, hey, I just want to hear you breathe. I I don't know. That's uh, <laughs> that's kind of weird to me. 
But then again, I'm I'm I didn't start with the whole online thing either, too. Uh-huh. So it might just be something you guys do, I guess. <laughs> Your no, no, I, I, it wasn't only that person. I've also met oh. like another person before uh, when I was younger, maybe in my oh, late okay. teens or mm-hmm. mid teens, and it was so weird. And at the time, I was. Pretty much using Skype for like oh goodness for voice calls because mm-hmm. MSN was very unstable. The connection was unstable, so then I I moved to <laughs> Skype. But yeah, I remember just having to stay on a voice call with them for such a long time, and I remember feeling like I was stuck. I was I, I was like imprisoned to to my desktop slash laptop oh what yeah because i couldn't end of call <laughs> that's interesting oh that was definitely before the age of like smartphones yeah yeah All right yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i never i never got into the whole skype thing it, i always saw it as something that businesses use or international people use oh, in regards to like placing cheaper phone calls or anything like that yeah, yeah it's just it's it's so interesting for me like Meeting people online was through um, video games for sure, uh-huh. and then you have like platforms to talk, like Teamspeak or Ventrilo, but uh, other ones like MSN was used for communication purposes. But I just never got into the whole doing video calls and actual phone calls through those messaging applications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting to hear a different perspective. <laughs> yeah, so definitely, I have had. Good experience, but also bad ones, and uh, oh. <laughs> and like all, all you have to do is basically know when to get out of a bad situation. Mm-hmm. I know that there are dangers. Oh, definitely to sure. to meeting people online because sure anonymity, anonymity, yeah, anonymity can definitely provide some sort of security because they don't know you, but also you don't know them, right? Yeah. So for all you know, they might be catfishing mm-hmm. or pretending to be someone else. You got to watch out for, uh, yeah, you just got to be careful. Got to be. Yeah. The ability to be anonymous, I mean, doesn't that give you a pretty easy way out if you need to? If it, you go into it, those situations or is it, it not that simple? It it does Mm -hmm. but at the same time sometimes you know you you open yourself up and then you share some more personal information like oh goodness addresses and whatnot and then you come to learn more about the person and then you realize oh oh no we're not that (laughs) compatible and oh shit like you know that okay personally i've been in such toxic friendships and it's recently too but i knew i had to like end the friendship and well a small part of me kind of am kind of worried concerned about uh, being doxxed oh really (laughs) because um they know my my address oh goodness but uh but yeah I don't think they're that type of person, but still, there's a small part of me. Yeah, I think most of the time when you meet someone, I mean, what am I saying? I'm generalizing here, but usually when you meet someone, you get to that point where you share your personal information. I think a part of you understands that they would never use it in a malignant way or anything like that, right? I would assume yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. 
But then again, you know, it is online. You never know people completely until something happens. And then um, that's when you worry, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. And I remember there was a time where I wasn't comfortable sharing my, like, my address. So I, I, <laughs> I was consulting you about it, too. I, I was, know. like, I asking know. you about it. I was like, what do I do? Do I give him a, like, do I give that person a fake address? Do I? And then you were saying, like, what about just changing some, a few digits so that, like, it, <laughs> in the return address? <laughs> yeah, because but, it's not going to matter with the return address, for sure. Yeah, but thinking about it now, if I had doubts like that that definitely was a red flag as to like i did not put my trust in that that person mm. understandable like, i didn't trust them with my my real address definitely. um <laughs> and and you know with the the online world is very it's a, it's a big old world it's a big vast world out there so there's lots of people there's lots of different aliases different you know one person can be three people online they can have three different accounts oh, and yeah. things like that so yeah. i think you just have to be vigilant and with the advent of things such as like you know different messaging platforms you don't always have to give out your phone number you can give out you know a fake instagram or things like that you mm -hmm. can at least be able to vet that person before you actually even provide any identifying information like that. Mm -hmm. And obviously, take some time to get to know the person before you decide on any of that, any of those things to give out anyway. Yeah. Words of wisdom from Mars. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that sums up our discussion about online friendships. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Let us know if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about in the future. You can always email us at the AM take at gmail.com that's t-h-e-a-m-t-a-k-e at gmail.com and tune in next week to join us on our talk about 30s being the new 20s make sure you don't miss it by following us with new episodes every tuesday so see you next week bye, bye.